guys, what's up? Welcome back to A Borderline Personality. This is episode something, seven things, part two. Um, We're just going to jump right into it. Uh, Number four, I don't have multiple personalities. Now, like I said before, um, I kind of disagree with this one because BPD is a personality disorder. But with that being said, I don't just change into different people. I'm still me, but with shifting goals and interests. A lot of what I'm going to be reading is from Healthline, the article that I mentioned in the first uh, episode, Seven Things Part 1. Due to it being a personality disorder, BPD is often confused with someone having disassociative disassociative identity disorder where people develop multiple personalities meaning that they can become someone else and they aren't aware of it but with bpd it's more inward it's more geared towards yourself and how you feel about yourself and what you want in life so an example of that would be me shifting jobs like all the time. I have a tendency to get really bored of my jobs and I'll quit and go find a new one. So I've had like eight different jobs. I've had more, but they've all been super different in very different fields. Number five is we aren't dangerous or manipulative. We just need a little bit of extra love. And this one is very near and dear to my heart because people especially boyfriends and my parents they can view me as someone who is dangerous and manipulative because i'm switching identities or personalities so fast um they think that i'm playing games but i'm not it's just me not knowing who i am there is still a a huge stigma surrounding bpd so many people believe that those living with it can be manipulative or dangerous due to their symptoms but remember those are just symptoms they aren't actually um real life problems i guess i would say um while this can be the case in a very small minority of people who are who are actually dangerous and manipulative most people with bpd are just struggling with their sense of self and their relationships It's really important to note that we aren't dangerous people. In fact, people with mental illness are more likely to harm themselves than others. And that's very true. In my case, um, if I'm angry or sad, I'm more likely to take it out on myself and not someone else. Unless I'm super angry and I'm in a fight with somebody, then I will get physical occasionally. And I don't want that to come off as like, I'm going to beat you up. But... I might be five, two and three quarters and a hundred pounds, but I'm actually really strong. So just keep that in mind when you're talking to me. I'm just kidding. That was a joke. Number six is it's exhausting and frustrating and it's really hard to find quality, affordable treatment. So the treatment I'm going into is um, more than $20,000 with insurance so that just gives you an idea of how expensive real effective treatment can be many people with bpd are untreated and not because they're unwilling it's because this mental illness isn't treated like others you can't just take a pill and it's like the symptoms are gone i've been on meds like since i was in high school and my symptoms have always been there um 
BPD isn't treated with medication. It can only be treated with therapy, such as dialectical behavioral therapy, which is the program that I am going into. And there are no drugs known to be affected for treating people with BPD. And it's also true that due to stigma, some, some clinicians assume that people with BPD will be difficult patients. And that being said... Um, It can be difficult to find effective treatment. Many people with BPD can benefit from intensive dialectical behavioral therapy programs, but these aren't the easiest to access. Like I just said, the program that I am going into, I had to do like an initial assessment and there's just a lot to do before there. And I'm still doing it right now. Like I'm in the middle of packing and stuff and I had to get a physical, I had to get a TB test. We had to figure out all the logistics of me entering into that program. Um, and then last but not least, number seven, we aren't unlovable and we love big people with BPD have a lot of love to give so much that it can be overwhelming. Relationships in particular can be a whirlwind sometimes and I know I did an episode on what it's like to be in a romantic relationship with me especially those grappling with chronic feelings of emptiness or loneliness loneliness um Making a real connection, the rush can be just as intense as any other emotion that we experience. So that honeymoon phase, like think of that. Think of when you go through a honeymoon phase for someone with BPD, it's like 10 times harder or like you feel you feel the emotions 10 times more than a normal person would. And this can make being in a relationship with someone with BPD very difficult. And it also means that you have to be very patient with the person. Um, But people with BPD, like me, have a lot of love to give. We love hard and we love well. And we want to know that our feelings are being returned and... A lot of times for me, I need to be reassured a lot that, you know, the other person loves me um, and that it is fulfilling for for me and as well as the other person. So these are the seven things that people with BPD want you to know. Some of them I agree with. Some of them I still agree with, but... um, don't have a lot to say on that. I'm sorry, this episode is like super short and probably not very interesting, but I just wanted, and a lot of it, a lot of what I said was from a website just because I don't know how to explain it, but I promise that the next episodes will be me and my experiences with BPD. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please give it a like, um, star, whatever, review it. And I would really appreciate that. So thank you.